Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Yeah, it's about that time. Last Eagles Monday, last moral Monday for us, whatever you want to call it. Super Bowl champ, NBC Sports analyst up late, Barrett Brooks. Harry yeah, Hayden, man. Aton Shander with you for the next two hours. We'll be joined by Sports Map Radio coming along in six minutes. But I'm watching this from afar. I can't imagine what it's like to be on the field. I can't imagine what it's like to be playing for your job and seeing what happened going into the fourth quarter. Luckily for us, we do have an individual who has been there, maybe even in a similar spot in Barrett Brooks. I just, I don't know where else to begin outside <laughs> of from yesterday, pulling Jalen Hurts in a six-point game to go to Nate Studfeld. What, what am I missing here? What are you talking about? What are we missing? The fix was in. What are you talking about? I mean, I didn't bet the Eagles, just so you know. I took, I, I took Wifty. I took WFT. I got a minus two and a half in game, and I got that total at 42. I pounded that under. Good for you. Wifty. I love it. I love yeah. Wifty. <laughs> but hey, you know, in, in all honesty, um, as a player, and I can just give you, I'm going to just give you a player's point of view. You hate to see that happen. You know, because I'm like, come on, man. You know, you, you, you're you out there fighting your ass off. And then you turn around and they go put in a guy that gives us no chance of winning the game. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and it wasn't like Hertz was blowing the world up anyways. But no. he did have some very functional mobility, which helped him out. And then the coach does that. <laughs> and then I got to look at it from the coach's aspect. I understand Doug. Doug's been getting his butt kicked for the past uh, season. And he wanted to give a guy, throw a guy a bone. You know, he was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? This is my guy. I mean, he's been through a lot. I benched him after the first game. I didn't even dress him. He's supposed to be the second-team quarterback. We drafted somebody to replace him. Let me just throw him a bone. We're not going to win this game. We don't want to win this game. We need to. Well, that's the point. You didn't want to win the game. I mean, other than that, I mean, it sounded like, what is this, a little league? Like, we got to make sure everybody gets in. 
uh, you know, get some action. But the, the fix was in before the game even started, long before when they announced all those players that were going to be out. Right. I mean, you, they had they had no shot at winning this game. And lo and behold, Jalen leg Jalen Hurts' legs kept them in the game because he was awful. Let's yeah. face it, from throwing the football, he was terrible. But his legs got them a couple of touchdowns, and they're like, "Whoa, we can't win this game. We got to get him out of there." Well, think about it. They out Jordan Mailata. They yeah. took out wide receivers. They took out a lot of people to make it really difficult. Like, I don't know. No Miles think. Sanders. Yeah, think about no that. No Goddard. How yeah. many quarterbacks in the NFL could work with what was out there? Probably like six. Right. You know, maybe and then you, a handful. Then you get, right, yeah. Then you yeah. get to a couple of guys that you think, well, maybe, you know, they might need to have a really good game in order to do that. But, yeah, yeah. six, maybe seven guys. I'll take Russell now. Wilson with that roster. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. And there's okay. a couple other Patrick guys. Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you start to look at some people. The MVP, Josh Allen, maybe. Right. Right? Okay, right. you start to look at that. But, yes, it was not a good game. But here's the thing is that – you still had life. And that's something that we talked about on Friday. Why I, and I think you as well mentioned it, why we wouldn't take the Eagles in this game is because that wild card of Jalen Hurts can just simply keep a team in the game. One drive, two drives with his legs. You get a penalty. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you're in the red zone. Now all of a sudden you're scoring a touchdown. So right. I get it. But to do that in the fourth, it just seems like this team has no tact. No, it was bad no optics. Awareness. Yeah, it was bad optics. No, terrible. Exactly right. And I've seen a, a tweet here. Somehow, I'm seeing a tweet from Skip Bayless from last night. Oh, jeez. Where he tweeted, "Doug Peterson must know he's going to be fired tomorrow, and he's trying to stick it to Jeffrey Lurie." <laughs> I mean, the amount of opinions for all across the board with what happened last night was unbelievable, and I stayed up for it. I oh, couldn't, yeah, I, I couldn't get enough of that. it. Yeah, I was, I was definitely surprised. Now, I we we were gonna get Barrett back at some point. Mama Brooks checked in before Barrett. He was. I saw that issue, so he just slid in here. I have to put on this Sixers thing because my shirt. I wore this this morning on Fox Twenty Nine, and I wonder if it was as bad. I don't know. Was that at 5.45 in the morning? It was. That's, oh, that's my God. my slot that I'm in. Look, 5.45 for – you'd be surprised, first off. The reason why they go from 4 to 6 a.m. is because so many people watch. Mm -hmm. But, yes, 5.45 a.m. I wore this shirt. Now, I did not have the same background. I had a blue background, so I had the okay. box background. But I would imagine that the producer would say something. Joey B, TV train wreck last night from Philly. That's what we're dealing with right here. Yeah. Zip up, Harry. Otherwise, but, I'm disappearing on the stream here. But he's right. It was hard to turn it off. I couldn't turn it off. I even stayed in for some of the post game uh, because I wanted to stay up until I heard Doug speak to see what he's going to say to try to explain this. And then he goes on television, tells me that he's trying to win the game. Amazing. I mean, I mean, this is why I think it's such a perfect fit and they want Doug to come back is because they're telling him, my opinion was real quick, and then we'll be joined by the network in about 20, but they tell, look, we're pulling everybody. You're not going to win this football game. No Sanders, et cetera. Go out there, Jalen Hurts. If it gets really, really tight, then. Then uh, put Sudfeld in. Right. Because then Correct. we know we have no chance. Correct. And then <laughs> at that point, Doug just doesn't know any better. You know, he, he doesn't know what to say at the end. Here we go. Yeah. Gal Media Property in partnership with Jacob Media. We are here, Ron. Sorry. 
And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yes! You know my name. What a Monday it's going to be here. Not only here physically where we are in the city of Philadelphia. A lot of eyes all around the country on what happens with Carson Wentz. And ESPN report it was, I don't know, the third story or so over the weekend. What a weekend. Uh, yeah, it was a crazy weekend in college football. Great college football day on Friday. I keep thinking that we were in on Friday, but no, happy new year to everybody out there. It's January 4th. So the first full week, the first really full show that we have in 2021. So we appreciate everybody who has been riding with us, the three of us and Barrett started it out a little bit before he got blipped on the stream, but he's back with us about what it was like to be down there just to go through a tank because the tank is much different in the NFL, as you can see than it is like in the NBA. Although, to be fair to the Philadelphia Eagles, there were people out there on the field. I saw a tweet from Ruben Frank, who covers the Eagles for, as well, NBC Sports, right, with you, Barrett. Yes. Yep. And he mentioned how there was a – I forget even the player's name, but there was a player out there who was playing really well, and then he finished the tweet by saying, I have no idea who this guy is. We have – Beat reporters, <laughs> people that are in the locker room who don't even know who was out there last what? night. That team was stripped to the bone and still could have won the game despite that ridiculous move going into the fourth. There is why I did not break down anything today because I will not give them the justice of breaking down that garbage I saw last night with the Washington football team. They gave it, they tried to give it to a three ways. To, 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 to four different times of fumbling the ball, throwing interception. They tried their best to get out of the playoffs. They wanted to go home worse than the Eagles did, and they won. But they, they, I, I, what could I break down? What could I talk about? Nothing. Well, Harry's going to answer that question coming up in the break because this, <laughs> has been, this has been a wild weekend. Crazy from college on Friday through the pros yesterday. We have the NFL schedule set, but we have a lot of madness going on. We also have Ron Rivera's comment that we need to break down. And Collinsworth was tearing into the Eagles and Doug <laughs> Peterson on the broadcast. It's Brooks, Mays, Shander. It's all here on the Middle Sports Bat Radio and Philly Voice. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life.
Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. All right. <laughs> that was right. ridiculous. Man, something's going on my internet. In fact, I'm on my box right now. My daughter just got through coming in yelling at me, Dad, something's wrong with the internet. What is going on? Right, just if you get bounced off, just come back on. Just yeah. If sometimes, if that link does that again, just text me and I'll and I'll resend you that link too. How about Doug not kicking that field goal that could have tied the game? Ooh. Wow. And then there was a, a fumble apparently that he didn't review. I yeah. I must have missed that. I saw it. Did you? When yeah. when was that? Because I must have checked out for a minute or two, and I guys I missed that play. They were actually uh they were actually um. They were actually on their side of the field, also, you know, because the uh, fumble. Washington team. Oh my goodness, who was it? I think it was forty. Was it eighty? Uh, McKissick. McKissick. Yeah, McKissick. I think it might have been McKissick. forty-one. D. McKissick. It was ridiculous, man. So, and, and and you're right, man. Some of the we I saw guys I hadn't seen in years that got drafted by the Eagles back in um back in um 2016. Who's that? Sixty-one, the defensive tackle. Yes, exactly. Who is that? Who's that guy? <laughs> Williams. The guy was having an amazing year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the offensive line had an amazing year. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Yeah, you could say rewarding. Um, just because, you know, again, it goes back to the hard work. And, and, and you know, I, I, I praise the players, I praise the coaches and the support staff. And, and, and really a big shot. I want to give a big shout out to our coaches because, you know, they, 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 they picked up a lot of slack for me. Um, you know, just having to fight through, um, you know, things that I did, they, they were there and they did, they did a tremendous job, you know, and, and, it, you know, it just, it, it just shows you, you know, that when you work together as a team, man, anything can, anything can be accomplished. All right, I don't want to downplay the personal story that clearly fueled Ron Rivera and everybody around him who came into personal contact with him throughout the team. That was a tremendous story. Despite their record, this team definitely has something that's rootable behind it moving forward into the playoffs. But it kind of reminded me, as you listen to Ron Rivera, and, and the reason why I wanted to cut, guys, is because of the first part about it, where it's like, yeah, we, you know, we earned that victory. Oh, okay, you earned every victory up until that point, but then you start to talk about that game, the way in which it was played, where the other coach noticeably, obviously tanked that football game by putting in a guy in Nate Sudfeld in the fourth quarter down six. It reminded me of... Michael Strahan getting that single season sack record against Brett Favre, where every sack up until that was yeah. hard earned and worth it. Notch on the belt, best defensive lineman across the board at that point in the NFL. 
And then you get that what it's like, oh man, it kind of sours it like that. <laughs> right, just, right. Just, just take the record, just take the W and move. Don't start. Right. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Right, right. Don't talk about it. <laughs> well, no, just like you said, I mean, Harry, you were like, Well, who is Rick Warren Williams? Well, yeah. he was, who is that guy? He, he's Ray been ordered off the tip. Yeah, not the chef, but the Williams. Um, he's been on and off the practice squad throughout the year. Um, how, how about this? You know, a, a guy that we hadn't seen in years, Blake Countess, drafted. <laughs> he got drafted back in 2016 by the Eagles. Where they been stashing him at? What do you mean stashing? He was at home chilling. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything. Anybody? He Amazing. was at home chilling. He might have uh, been flipping burgers somewhere. I mean, you don't know. I mean, this, I mean, from out of the blue, I'm looking. I'm I'm trying to look like like I'm looking at the roster, and then I see number fifty. Uh, what was it fifty, fifty three or something like that? Smith. Look, I'm looking. At, yeah, I'm looking. They don't even have him on the roster anymore. He was on the roster, but he's not there anymore. I'm looking. Like, where is he at? He's not there. I'm serious. Yeah. He was on the roster yesterday, but he's not there right now. That's crazy. He was from New Orleans. He was on, on their practice squad. Hmm. They brought him in. He got a lot of minutes. Guys I hadn't seen before just showed up from out of nowhere. Yeah, they made sure, or at least they tried to make sure that, I mean, they should have learned something from the Sixers, right? right. You draft somebody who's a top pick, like you draft Embiid or Simmons. Simmons' year is perfect, right? They draft Simmons' his rookie. Just stash him. He's too good. Otherwise, he's going to play you out of where you want to finish in the draft the following year. Like Bro, they had him. You shut him down and you don't play him his rookie year because he could be too good. They should have sat Jalen Hurts from the jump. It just shows you this team can't even lose right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, make up an injury during the week of practice <laughs> that, he, you know, he he tweaked his hamstring or something. Give me a soft tissue injury on Wednesday and knowing that I have Nate Sudfeld play four quarters, then you have no chance to win the game. Right. Well, right? And that was, that was the problem because yep. they had nine starters out. Right. Nine starters out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they put they said Jalen Mills. Why would you sit Jalen Mills? They sat him out. Mm-hmm. And 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 you knew the fix was in, but then those young guys start acting like Rudy and start playing. They're like, you know, Rudy, Rudy yeah. Sud fell. Yeah. Sud fell. Well, you know, and, well, and then they start winning. Barrett, put us in this position yeah. here because you're one of few people in this city who's been down there, especially on the offensive line, where you're playing, you're down six points, you're out there knowing, you don't know any better. Hey, if you play slow or soft, you're going to get hurt. And then you look up and the coach, you think the coach, maybe the GM, maybe the owner, maybe everybody involved, in comes Nate Sudfeld. What, yeah. How can you experience that? you like, damn. So, I mean, is that, is that what happens? You're in the huddle and all of a sudden you realize it's a different quarterback giving you yeah. the, the play. And you're like, what are you doing in here? That's like, that's like me. That's like I'm sitting here, right? I'm sitting here and all of a sudden I look I'm like, yo, Nate, you lost? Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. <laughs> the bench is over there, bro. Yeah. Like, where is Jalen Hurts? Like, that's probably the first thing going through right. my mind. Right. right. Jalen right. Hurts. Is he in the oh, tent? Right. He had is better he okay? be in the damn tent. Right, right, right. Oh, did he get hurt on the play? Did he strain something? You know, oh, look at me. Be the better it, way. That it'd be like it'd be like the middle. And if Nate Sudfeld's out here, his ass better be in that tent. Right, right. Well, it, it just it'd be like us being in the middle. All of a sudden, we look up. Rob Ellis, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's like Jalen, go in the tent. Come out in five minutes with a limp. Okay, <laughs> but at least give me that. Seriously though, like what what's going through 
what's the conversation? Are guy are linemen talking to each other? Is there a look? Is it just like you know you can't say anything because you don't want to rattle Sudfeld? Yeah, talk? yeah. You, think you, you, you try, you try to ignore it. Like, man, come on, man. You you, you try because I mean a guy like Brett Toth. Brett Toth already knew he shouldn't have been on the field. The guys right. from Army, um, he doesn't really know how to pass block. He just learned how to pass block in the NFL these last two years because he played for Army. All they did was run the ball. Right. He was never able to get over 260 pounds because he played at the Neville Force and he couldn't pass PT. Yeah. So he had to stay around 250, 260. Well, what now about- he's out there with the big boys. They played against guys that, I mean, he, Montez Sweat. You know, he's played against guys like that. But he battled his ass off, right. and he should have had the opportunity to win the game, man. He should have had the opportunity. And what about Kelsey? What's going through Kelsey's mind? A couple of weeks ago, he gave that speech, that impassioned speech about how, you know, we you play every game to win it or whatever it was. Basically yeah. saying, I'm laying everything I got out here on the line for and this he did. unbelievable career. He's a wall of famer. He could be, you know, arguably a hall of famer could be, yeah. in, in my view. And, yeah. and then he looks to his left. He's got Toth. He looks to his right. He's got, um, uh, who's the right tackle? Um, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Pryor, Pryor, and then he he's like, he, he's got Nate Sudfeld's hand underneath right. his rear end. Like, what is going on out here? What are we trying to accomplish? Just Absolutely. tell me we're tanking. Zach well, Ertz, last game for him in his Eagles uniform. Yeah, and he has to go out in the fourth quarter, down six, running a route, trying to catch a ball from Nate Sudfeld. Yeah, like think Did you about see it. At the end of the game. Did you see at the end of the game? Where yeah, he was sitting down, he oh, was yeah, he was there. sitting out in the bench for like yeah. an extended period of time. And then he and Kelsey went out in street clothes and, and was talking with Wentz and Ertz. Well, how about field. this? Right. Well, how about this? The whole time I'm on the postgame show and I'm pissed off, who keeps two teams uh, texting me? Harry. Mr. Mays. Yeah. I was, I, yeah, Barrett's <laughs> answering me while, while Barkhan's talking to him. <laughs> He was multitasking last night. How about our yeah, boy Seth Joyner? I love Seth Joyner. But, I mean, he needs to look a little bit deeper into his history of the Philadelphia Eagles. If he says that's the most embarrassing moment, was was he around for uh, for Kotite's uh, second year? Oh, uh, was yeah. he around when the when the owner refused to give a contract offer to Reggie White? I mean, there's been some other plenty yeah. of embarrassing moments. I tell you, though, Harry, this is I, – I don't know if it's worse, but it's – this year – is at least, if not worse, as bad as any of the chip years. This this is oh yeah, one oh, way worse than that. The it's level way worse of, than chip years. It, it to your point. I mean, definitely worse than the first year of chip. But the last year, year and a third or two thirds, technically, mm-hmm. that he had, where we were kind of held hostage by one guy. Now it's the same feeling, except it's a group of people. And the one person we know is right back to running the whole thing is the one person who's not going to move. I mean, even Howie Roseman doesn't go anywhere. I want you to hear from Doug Peterson. This is Doug Peterson. And then we got to hear this Chris Collinsworth clip as well, because it's hilarious on the broadcast last night, but they all work together here. This is Doug Peterson insisting to everybody following pulling Jalen Hurts, who look, wasn't playing a great game in the year, but still gives you about, and not to be hyperbolic by any means, but probably gives you about a million times more of a chance to win the game than Nate Sudfeld does. That's where we are. Instead of trying to even back up some statement about Sudfeld, this is Peterson on insisting on still trying to win that football game. Yes, I was coaching and went to win. Uh, Yes, that was my decision solely. Um, Nate has uh, obviously been here for 
uh, four years, um, and uh, I felt that uh, he he deserved an opportunity to uh, to get some to get some snaps. And um, um, listen, uh, if if there's anything out there that that thinks that I was not trying to win the game, I mean, you know, Ertz is out there, Brandon Graham's out there, Darius Slay's out there. You know, all our top guys are still on the field at the end, so uh, we were we were going to win the game. Is it senior night where there's yeah. just one kid? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking, Aton. It's like college basketball on senior night where they they put the seniors out to start the game for a ceremonial like the tip and maybe one possession, and then they'll pull them off, and then at the end of the game they'll they'll just unload the benches. You know, and the thirteenth kid gets Walk in there on. for thirty seconds, right? right, right, right. And everybody's yelling for him to shoot. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> all all the seniors went in and threw the jersey down. Equipment manager is suiting up right. for Kentucky. Now, right. usually Kentucky's up by sixty. Right. So at that point, it doesn't matter. It's right. not like there's a two-point game, final game of the season, going up against fill in the blank in the SEC's Tennessee, whoever it may Auburn, right before a tune-up in the right. tournament. You know, they're not just going to empty the bench at that point. Like that, You know what happened, Shan? You know what happened, Shan? You know what happened? Kelsey, Ertz, all those guys, the, 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 the bodyguard went in and laid their jersey on the, on the coach's desk for Sudfield. And I'll dress, Rudy? I, I won't wait for Sudfield, yeah. yeah. I want Sudfield to play. I want oh Sudfield to play. Yeah, and here's another I want Sudfield too. to play. See, our stream is great, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, because they're smart. They're smarter than us. They understand that that was not just – I don't believe it for a second. He's lying about trying to win the game, so right. why should we believe him about it was only his decision? He's lying across the board about that. Oh, game. yeah, of course he is. I mean, come he on. He has to. He has yeah. to. Come on now. He can't – you can't – he cannot tell the truth about the situation. There's no way he can tell the truth. Right. You can't. I mean, because you, he, I mean, he'd be in trouble by the NFL. The commissioner being in his office at the drop of a dime. Because if you look at it, well, they the fix was in. They tried. They were trying to literally right. lose. There were nine starters that didn't play. Right. So they were trying to lose. But then these young guys started playing. Like, oh my God! Now these young guys are trying to win this game. What the hell is going on? I mean, so he there, had to make the move. Is there really that much of a difference between what what he did? And what a team like Pittsburgh, let's say, who who rested a bunch of starters and Cleveland winning that game meant that some other team didn't get into the playoffs. I mean, there's some other there's other teams that do this in less obvious fashion. Well, right, right, right. right, right. Question. We'll listen to Chris Collinsworth on the way back because it's hilarious just to see how the broadcast. This is a national broadcast, mind you, interpreted what happened. But to answer your question, the difference, in my opinion, to what you asked, Harry, is. There is protocol set up already that if you've secured a playoff spot going into the final week of the season, even if it could budge a little bit, like if Buffalo lost and Pittsburgh won, they could move up to two and then Buffalo falls. Right. I mean, like Miami didn't make the playoffs because like Cleveland won. You know what I'm saying? Miami lost. Miami got blown out of the building. I know, but, but I'm just saying, like, Miami if, owned their debt. The reason why Miami is out of the playoffs is because Miami lost. They lost to Buffalo. Right. 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 Josh but, Allen was pulled at the half. But and they still put up 56 points. Crazy. But think of the difference, though. The difference is you go into it, say, announcing ahead of time, look, we're resting our starter or our starting quarterback before the playoffs start. In this case, he happens to be 52 years old. But even mm. in general, you can, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes rested too. So there's, 
It's another thing to go into it. Like, imagine if Ben Roethlisberger played that entire game. They were down by six points going into the fourth quarter. And, and then they put Rudolph in. Yes. Yeah. That's the insult, right. I think, to it. Sam Hinkie didn't insult us. He told us we're going to lose every single basketball game we can possibly <laughs> try, and you aren't going to recognize people on the floor. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to my D-League. I'm going to go to my D-League. Yeah. I'm going to bring some guys from my D-League. You know what I'm doing. You know I'm doing it. Everybody knows I'm doing it. The commissioner knows I'm doing it. You can't stop me. I want number one picks. All right, quick break. We'll listen to Chris Collinsworth rip the Eagles and Doug Peterson as well when we return. It is the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle sports map radio as well. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Boy, there were some rough games yesterday, man. Oh, it was terrible. I thought I thought the whole weekend of college football sucked, too. And Notre Dame backdoor uh, in that game. Oh, well, that, my God. Yeah, I, I told you I brought them down to 13, and I actually uh, brought Bama down. Bama, you talk about Bama put their, they took their foot off the gas in that second Big half. Time. Big time, yeah. They, they really had no interest. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why at all. Then you had that fumble at the end, right? I did not see Clemson getting housed like that. No, but one thing I saw, who had, I think Action Network had it, where it was like, 98% of the public bunt money was on Clemson. Mm. And you just thought, like, yeah. Uh, he played the game of his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another yeah. thing, too. With that second quarter, they blew it open in the second. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I didn't see it, like, I thought maybe they would keep it close, lose by a field goal, something like that. But I busted them down a three and a half. You know, so, you know, what's crazy. Um I had these two, I had these two six team, like six play, three team parlays in the round robin, right? So I did two round robins, six teams or six wins total, right? Mm -hmm. In each of them. And I went five of six in both, right? Mm -hmm. So the different combinations of the three game parlays, just missing one cut my winnings from 20 full on bets to 10 bets. Mm. So I won half. I only won half of my bets by going five out of six wow. in a round robin with a three-team parlay round robin. You believe that? Jeez. Now I'm not complaining because you know you made I made a good return on it, but it went from twenty bets to six Got or to ten. Just going through that like that's crazy. And that Titans oh. game, I bailed on that parlay. They ended up winning, right? Yeah, I cashed yeah. out. I mean, I, I got like half of what I would win. Plus, but and they kicked that field goal that yeah. hit the upright. It hit the upright. Yeah. I was hoping for overtime because I had them four and a half on another one. Oh, I'm right. just glad Rivers and the Colts got in. Yeah, that's wild how that happened. It's going to be a good game against Buffalo, I think. In Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We have a lot of things happening in and around the NFL, and the Philadelphia Eagles season coming to an end in a really dismal, embarrassing fashion is definitely one of them. But we've got a bunch of other things we'll sprinkle throughout the show. One thing is now the draft order for 2021. Huge year, years, if you want to count last year, as we should for Derrick Henry. Justin Herbert had an amazing rookie season. The NFL did not miss one game all year with COVID. So there are some things that we definitely need to hit, including an opening that we thought was going to happen in the New York-based New York Jets organization. Adam Gase was the first one to go following the weekend. But as promised, Ron, if we can, and across Sports Map Radio, including 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City. So we are live and local in AC, the three of us, and phillyvoice.com slash the middle as well. Let's listen to Chris Collinsworth. This is last night, NBC on the broadcast, tearing into the Eagles and Doug Peterson. Al, I couldn't have done it. I, I couldn't have done what Philadelphia did. I, I, I just Agreed. simply could not have done it. I, I You've got men out there that are fighting their guts out, trying to win the game. And I'm not saying, not blaming anybody. I, I personally could not have done what they did. I agree under the circumstances. Absolutely. They're getting blown out. Yeah. And I mean, we told, we mentioned yesterday, Doug said he wanted to get Sudfeld into the game. But in this, in this circumstance, come on. Wow. And what's the urgency to get Sudfeld into the game? Like, seriously, you know, yeah. and, and he even explained it. Well, he's been here for four years. He's talking like he's a college coach, right? Like right. The kid's yeah. going to be graduating, you know, and I want to make sure he can play in the rivalry game. Like, well, it's professional I'm, sports. Yeah. And, and I understand, you know, the, 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 you know, that the aspect of him having some love for, for Nate going out and, and, and sucking it up and not dressing for the, you know, he dressed one game the first game of the season. And then after that, he didn't dress for a game and he felt some type of loyalty to this guy because of, he's been a loyal soldier, but Hey, we're not playing horseshoes, you know, it, and you know, hand grenade horseshoes. All right. It, 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 this is a, this is, you know, if you're close, you go, you go get it, you go win it. Yeah. And they didn't. And I mean, I understand it's a, it's a lot, it's a, a level of talent from the sixth pick and the ninth pick. I understand that too, but they, I mean, they, for them to dre- not dress nine of their starters, and still be able to win the game, that just is an indictment on how bad, how trash this division is. I mean, at this point, we should just give Tampa Bay a bye. <laughs> we shouldn't even send a representative from the from the division. We should give Tampa Bay the bye. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we joked about this last week. Do you hang a banner in the stadium for a seven and nine division championship? Man, is that one in Seattle the year that they won it? Or I mean, did Carolina? they? I know they were under 500. Did yeah. they do that? I don't know. Remember, Carolina was seven, eight, and one. Right. And then Seattle was seven and nine. So that's a great question. I wonder if either one of those teams, or maybe both, have banners celebrating that. It is technically a division I mean, win. It's a division championship. Yeah. And <laughs> if you set precedent already that you put a banner up celebrating division wins, then yeah, I mean, at that point, you probably should look at you know, Seattle, right? So maybe there should be more Nirvana right. banners or something like that up there. Stone, uh, you know, 
pilots as opposed to winning a division at seven and nine. Honestly, guys, you know, I, I I'm like this, man. I'm 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 at the point now where I don't even want to talk about this division. Like I said, Tampa Bay should have got the box. I want to talk about them guys you have on your jacket, hey, Tom. I mean, we're talking about a no. Sixers team that's blowing people out. They're looking, no, I'm, I'm playing. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get to that. We we'll get, get to that. We'll, we'll have plenty of time yeah. in February to talk <laughs> about the Sixers. Breathe a little bit. Yeah. But look, you had this last night. This was Chris Collinsworth. And I know that Collinsworth had a, a couple of doozies. Last night, oh, he was he was on point like last he night. Watching this team at all, all year, but that was the most, I guess, the the best thing that he said, the most perceptive thing that he said. And Al Michaels jumped in as well. And the one thing that jumps out for me, and again with Barrett, as he mentioned a couple of times over, the one thing that still just resonates with me is that this is a locker room. Like, think about what we're talking about. Three years in a row, and this is why this is important to me, and I know it's the end of the year. Come on, Shannon, what the hell are you talking about? The season's over, move on. Not so much, because for three straight years, we talked about a team that despite or in spite of all of the things around internally, externally, people's jobs on the line, a coup developing with the defensive coordinator, injury after injury, all these things, fellas, that we saw with this team, all of that aside, they found a way to rally. They found a way to believe next man up on the roster. Didn't matter the position, including quarterback. They made the playoffs for three straight years, including winning a Super Bowl. That locker room was the talk of the town. The culture Mm -hmm. was the talk of the town. Now it's like we are completely 180 removed from that conversation. And it's about whether or not guys still respect Doug Peterson. Fractured relationships. No, I, I think it's just Carson with the fractured relationship. If you saw what that team was doing yesterday, they were trying to win for this coach. It's just that he, uh, you know, he he had he was put in a position that he had to make that move. He had to make that decision. Can I? Ask I mean, that you? that came from above. He tried to play it off like it wasn't, but that came from above. All right, so real quick, and in, in a couple of seconds here before we break, we can talk about this in the break. Barrett, I, I want you to be honest as a former player, honest. Does Doug Peterson go up to Kelsey or Ertz, guys like that, and say, dude, it, it wasn't me? I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More, oh, yes. more than I'm sorry, though, Harry. Like, explicitly right. say, look, it wasn't me. I'm right, sorry. right. You know? Does he yeah, he does. He's going to go to He's going to go to all those guys. The guys yeah. he feels so he respects enough. Yes. All right. We're back in three. It's the middle. Live on the break as well. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports Matt radio. A lot more in the NFL couple of college games of importance too hi i'm john doherty may this holiday season bring you joy and peace may 2021 be a better year for all of us we wish you a merry christmas and a happy and healthy new year attention gun owners in the philadelphia region sign up now with our nra instructor bob dooley who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. You're, you're live on the radio, just so you know. Sorry. You're live on the radio, just so you know. You called the, li- you called the live phone number. So you're live on the radio. <clears throat> oh, my apologies. Uh, thank you for taking these calls. Thank God for the day. Oh, okay. Scammer What's going on? Here. They're calling from the vehicle services to let me know that my warranty for a car that I don't own is up. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't own that car. Oh, well, okay. Well, what about the car you do own? Let's yeah. see if that's up. Right. You remember the one time that I, I, I fell for that? No. <laughs> so I got a call one time and it was from, you know, somebody claiming to be with the government and that my identity was stolen and it was used in a border town in Texas where somebody stole a van and it was taken across the border and I needed to give information and I'm all lit up in my own apartment. I don't know what the hell's going on. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever this, this could sound plausible so we i go back and forth we start talking and then it's like you know no 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 you know um we're basically we're going to send you something and then i was like no i it doesn't doesn't sound right like i'm not giving any financial information or whatever so i hung up and then i got a call on my phone from the conchahokan police department and it was a woman saying yes this is officer and i'm not calling up about that it was a fake person using an app to mask that call because I texted my lawyer while I was on the phone and he called and said, no, nobody from Conchalk and police department has made a phone call to you or, or knows, you know, anything about what you're doing. Mm. So they, wow. had, they had the fake numbers and everything. Yeah. That's how they get a lot of people is that they get through the first thing and they're like, no, I don't believe it. And then they call you back with a local number and it's like, oh no, the police or something. Oh yeah. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from Neo Riley Auto Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Just had to set that telemarketer straight, you know? It wasn't even a telemarketer, <laughs> it was a scam artist. There's a Bro. if you ever want to listen to something hilarious. And I'm sure it's still timely now because of all these robo calls and all these ridiculous calls like the scam calls. There's a comedian named Jim Florentine. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with him? Yeah. Okay. His, he's all, a lot of people may remember his voice from a show called Crank Yankers. But you just you knew right away, Harry. Well, I, I recognize the name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he has a, a tape. I guess it's, a, you know, comedians make tapes or CDs and now albums, right? where it's right. just him messing with telemarketers the whole time. So I'll give you a quick example where this telemarketer calls and he's like, immediately, uh, hold on, let me just, let me put my brother on. And then he does like a similar voice, but it's a little different. And she's like, oh yes, hi, I'm calling from, uh, okay, yeah, one sec, let me put my brother on. And he keeps going back and forth from one brother to another and she can't get through everything. So it's just, you know, things out of that page there. <laughs> there are a lot of scam artists. Right. You know, it's not just Doug Peterson lying at the podium. There are people on the phone now lying to everybody about yeah. their intentions on what to call. It's not now just look, I, I, I'm I'm glad that they they tanked this game because six is bigger than better than nine, 
in well, the draft. Well, they might screw it up still, though, bro. Well, yeah, they still exactly. might screw it up. Who knows? But, I, you know, at least, uh, you know, I'd rather be sixth. i got to be consistent. I've been wanting them to, you know, the season has been over for several weeks for me, so I was playing yeah. for draft <laughs> position. So I'm not going to come out here and kill them now. It's just the optics of the way they did it is kind of embarrassing. That's, right, that's right. really the now, issue. Just so you know, this is breaking news here. The Jaguars have parted ways. Yeah, With Doug Marone. Doug Marone, yeah, yeah. he's out. Is, you knew that was coming. Black Monday, so we expect. Is anybody else going to go? There's five Whoa. openings right now: the Jets, Falcons, Texans, Jaguars, and Lions. Yep. Yeah. And uh, at this point, uh, Eric Bieniemy is interviewing it, after the season. We'll interview with the Lions and the Falcons for their head coach job. Mm-hmm. Boy, but there's a there's a bunch of GMs uh, moving around right now. You know. Yeah, a lot of teams are interested in GMs. You know the Texans. I mean, it's it's crazy how many GMs are are being looked at. Well, yeah, and the other thing that happened over the weekend that didn't get a whole lot of fanfare is this Jim Schwartz uh, news, where he right. is he's just basically taking. A, I I got to understand it. He's taking a year off, and then he's going to retire. No, to determine if he's going to retire. Right. Okay. So, so here's right. the thing. they're not going to let him renew his contract. Right, as, right. As somebody who, in my own, our own here, but as somebody who has been through the process of being scapegoated, it's pretty easy to see the writing on the wall. Jim yeah. Schwartz has been here long enough to understand the optics of what went down and all of the issues that anybody may have with Jim Schwartz from not blitzing enough to the personnel that he handpicked and all the things that people may have that are wrong or problematic with Jim Schwartz. He got ahead of it because if nothing else happened, I'm telling you, we've seen this play a million times over with the Jeffrey Lurie run organization where at the end of the season, one person is let go. And all of a sudden it just starts to pile on more and more about the real problems and the internal issues of this team. I guarantee you if they fired Schwartz, it wouldn't be long before somebody covering the team ran with a report that, Schwartz was trying to overthrow Doug Peterson again, yeah. all these other things. <laughs> yeah, power struggle. They smear people on the way out. That's what they do. Deshaun Jackson was in a gang. Right. You remember that? Right, you know, right, right. Thing. Gang ties, right? Yes. Yeah. And Jim Schwartz was probably in a gang. They probably had that story ready to go. If it they was all ready to go. I, I think uh, ES, uh, ESP was going to blow that out on NJ.com. <laughs> Oh, according to Dom Lewis and Ian Rappaport, the Chargers have parted ways with Anthony Lynn. Well, I can't imagine. And we have one here in-house with our own Ron Culver that there are any Chargers fans upset with this news, right? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Is anybody going to be upset at all? Like, think about this. Is anybody whose coach has been fired either to date or today? And we've had three people so far, if you want to count gays yesterday. Right. Is anybody upset? Now we have, what, six openings? You said, right? There's six now. Let's go through those teams real quick and stop. Barrett, I want you to hit the the stop button, like the no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. I want you to hit that. If you you hear a team that is upset with the decision to fire their coach. Uh, New York Jets. Nope. The Atlanta Falcons. Nope. Nope. The Houston Texans. Definitely not. Okay. Bill O'Brien. Seems like forever ago that he was fired. The Los Angeles Chargers. Ron, can you speak for Chargers Nation? 
Ron's not listening to the yeah. show. His silence speaks. His silence says it all. <laughs> well, that's not surprising. Well, no, but you're not upset. You're not upset, no, are you? There no. we go. There we go. All right, all right. No, would you? I mean, the, let's let's uh, turn the uh, tables around. If they if the Eagles came out today and said, "Hey, fire Doug Peterson," well, that's where I'm going here. Would right, right. Upset? That's right. where I'm going here. But, but I would not be upset. No, and I would. But let's let's keep going. Detroit Lions. Absolutely not. That guy and, should never have had that position in the first place. And the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, this was a given. J Doug Marone was there to do a job, and that was to be the worst team in the NFL. Right. Well, what would you say to that Detroit Lion former head coach being your new defensive coordinator in Philadelphia? Matt Patricia? Yeah. Matt Patricia? I, I, I wouldn't I be know. mad. I, I would know. not be mad. Matt Patricia put some, put hell of a defenses together with no-name guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Belichick necessarily – orchestrating it, but I know he put some great defense. I mean, he had Chandler and, and a bunch of other guys rushing a passer and making things happen. They stayed with like the number three, number two defense in the league during his time period, his tenure there. Yeah. Well, they also had insane they, they had some talent on that defense though. Let's not in the, in the secondary. Yeah. But yeah. The, the guys up front, they really didn't have a lot. No, you're right. Guys up front not not like they had now or heading into this year. A lot of guys opted out and all, but they had a pretty Good secondary. And here's the thing, too. And, and look, I'm preaching to the choir here, but maybe you can explain it better than me. There's a level of security. There's a blanket that you have. There's a net. That's probably a better analogy. There's a pretty big net that you have when Bill Belichick is the head coach. Like, you know, especially because he's running that side of the football. So I'm not saying that Matt Patricia could take risks or do anything crazy like that. I'm just saying that I think it's hard to it's hard for me, at least to look at Matt Patricia and say what he did in New England is something that can be duplicated because everybody, even Brian Flores, down to the last game, I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but right down to the last game, like they fall apart. It's so hard to duplicate what they do, especially on defense. That's yes. because Brady, they kind of just said, hey, McDaniels, Brady, go ahead, you do the whole thing. But the real orchestration, I think, comes from Belichick on D, right? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's where he gets his... His, his his you know his pull comes from his his prowess on the defense. You know that's where he made his hay when he's with you know you know the tuna and all those guys. When he was even when he was with the Browns, you know he was a defensive minded guy. So that's why I didn't understand really you know how. Well, I do understand because he had you know the best quarterback to ever play the game. Yeah, uh, playing for him. Right. That's going to be an interesting hire though here in a couple of days, weeks, however long it takes. Who they bring in. Well, they have do they, do they elevate somebody who's already there. That's what they were talking about. Yeah. I, again, I, I don't. The problem with the Philadelphia Eagles is that some of those teams, I don't want to say all of those six teams, but a lot of those teams don't have is this warped power structure mm. where the head coach gets trumped by the general manager who is being fed what to do by the owner. I mean, that's the general belief right now. Even if that's not true, the optics of that in this city is the general belief by the average fan and yeah. probably people in the media as well, which is it's just dysfunctional. And so, the general manager's bulletproof. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you well, do? Yeah. Do you bring in somebody like Schwartz, who is basically a, a head coach of the defense? or do Strong you personality in, kind of yeah. guy. Yeah. Or do you bring in somebody who's basically like a lesser version of Doug, who's going to go in there and coach the defense, but fall in line under the hierarchy? Well, then they bring in Dorsey. Dorsey's the guy that's supposed to be making all these um, personnel 
you know, uh, decisions now. Well, he's going to be a part of the personnel decision. Yeah, and that was a passive-aggressive move, too. They didn't even right. announce it. Right, right. So <laughs> Somebody I just mean, discovered it. Hey, John right. Dorsey's here. What's he doing here? He's got an office. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just saying this. Exactly. I mean, just from out of nowhere. We yeah. just get RKO'd. Like, how do you just sneak that in? How did they think that nobody was going to notice that? See, that's the problem that I have. I need I'm, – I'm going to put it I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it 100, and I'm going to put it in layman's terms. I need somebody to blame. They need to find a way. I need to know who's who's in charge of this. Yeah, they don't who's want in that. Charge of this. This is who's it's always a collaborative. It's a Barrett. group effort, and that's why you don't know. No, I need somebody to blame. I, know. I, need somebody I agree. To it took them four years for somebody to come out and raise their hand and associate blame with himself to the point where I don't even think people believed it for Marcus Smith. Yeah, that was Marcus Smith in the first round. You think you're going to get right. something this year? I get it, Barrett. You speak for everybody, not just a few or a bunch, but everybody's frustration, which is okay. Just point me in the direction. Like, here's right. my finger. Right. It's not like Orlando, you see that FanDuel commercial with Orlando Pace, where it's right, so right, right. Place to bet. Orlando Pace comes over to the guy's house, picks up his hand, and pushes the place bet button. That's what I need now. Jeffrey right. Lurie, just take my hand. Even if it's right back at you, just take my hand and tell me, lead me, who to point the blame at, and then I'm good. Like, I'm just trying to figure out how they found out John Dorsey was a part of the organization. Did, right. McMullen, did McMullen walk down a hallway at the complex that he wasn't supposed to and noticed somebody in an office? Hey, was there somebody in there? Oh, it's John Dorsey. <laughs> I know oh, that guy. Yeah. I've seen that guy before. And you work here? Dorsey with a mask on as well. That's good perception by McMullen. <laughs> We're going to run with that story, by the way. And then, then somebody from the Eagles says, hey, John, you're not allowed down this hallway. You <laughs> what are you doing here? It's COVID, man. You just can't walk around this organization right. unless you're a part of the organization. Oh, but now, come on, man. You're right, man. I wanted yeah. to run this hypothetical by you guys. I'm going to present it now. Let's start the chat in the break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour. And, and this is, I think, for other teams as well. It's not just the Philadelphia Eagles who are in this position. I think there are some other teams that are kind of borderline whether or not they want or should move on from their head coach. I'm going to do something where we're going to have our cake and eat it too. We're going to bring in a new name. We're going to bring in a new voice that can run this team, but we're also going to keep somebody in Doug Peterson. We're just going to specify and, and maybe minimize a little bit some more of his responsibilities. All right. So what I would do is not Eric Bieniemy. Although I would love to have him here as an offensive coordinator, that's not going to happen. He's going to get a head coaching job. But what about the other big name? You know, Eric Bieniemy on one side of the football. What about the 49ers defensive coordinator? What about yes, this, this is the hypothetical, right? You take Robert Sala, Sala right, out Sala, yeah. of San Francisco, make him the head coach slash defensive coordinator mm -hmm. and go to Doug Peterson and say, you are now the offensive coordinator. This is no. your offense. You're running it. You're not the head coach anymore. You are the offensive coordinator. There's no way he's doing that. You think Doug's out? Yeah, absolutely. I would be because Doug could get a head coaching job somewhere else. Well, couldn't we get an offensive coordinator job? And maybe, and maybe get personnel too. He might have a bigger <laughs> say in personnel in another organization. He wants decision-making. Yeah. He wants he wants to be held accountable. Give me that. I want I want I want to be held accountable for my actions. Mm. That way if I'm doing something great, I'm accountable for that action also. Right.
You know, I mean, there's too many. I point the finger at somebody and three gets pointed back at me telling me, well, this guy did it, this guy did it, and this guy did it. Right. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You need guys to have defined roles. See, I'd, I'd have interest. I'd have interest in Dable from Buffalo because of what he did with that quarterback in the last exactly. two years, and exactly. that quarterback resembles what Carson Wentz was supposed to be. Maybe they could, you know, reprogram Carson with that guy. I don't know. Well, I don't think Carson. I think Carson. Think about this. There was the report that was furthered. We have to take a quick break. So. Let's do this in the break. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We'll be back to wrap the hour up on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Oh, man, I love it. This guy on SI is so upset. He thinks the NFL should punish the Eagles. <laughs> that, you know, that was that was Barkan's big thing yesterday. Barkan was hell bent on saying that they uh, that he needs to be some type of action taken for um, for what happened yesterday. You know, I, I don't understand that from a local standpoint. Like, and, and this isn't to criticize Michael, it's, it's just in general. If I felt that way, I don't know. Like, I, I think I would just not bring it up knowing that I'm on in Philadelphia. Like, think about that. I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe as I'm talking through this, are there people out there that are that feel that way? Like, are there Eagles fans? Maybe that's something that we should talk about at the top of the hour. And, and there are a bunch of people live on the stream that are watching, so maybe they can answer as well. But are there Eagles fans who, who feel that way, right? Like, are there Eagles fans that actually feel that the NFL should punish their team for pulling her? I think Doug Peterson should be ripped. I think Howie Roseman should be ripped. I think we should control that from our own standpoint, Barrett, but I wonder, like, are there fans, people, viewers, listeners, callers, are there people that feel that way as well, you think? Not really. I, I think it's more so people from the outside, you know. when we Last night, we put on various tweets, and I, I mean, I didn't know what it did. We put in various tweets of, uh, you know, of what Giants players were saying yeah. about tanking. Yeah. It's, Screw that's, them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like oh. Harry, do you think that there are people in the city fans that feel the same way because there's an SI thing this guy Connor Orr put out something that Barkan was saying as well last night that the NFL should punish the Eagles yeah I heard Barkan say something like that last night I don't know if they will I mean you know what would they do take draft picks we uh do I think giant fans feel that way Eagles fans um small percentage you are listening to The Middle on the Sportsmap Radio Network. 
presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I'm curious because I'm having a, a difficult time with this concept here. I think that you can have two separate non-competing themes at the same time that coexist, which is one hand, should the NFL punish the Philadelphia Eagles for what they did? I don't think they should. And the other one is Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, probably the reverse order if you want to look at the impact of that decision to pull Hurts. Mm-hmm. Publicly embarrassed the Philadelphia Eagles, the players out there, the fans. Like, there's a difference, in my opinion, of shredding the people who provided such a terrible optical appearance uh, and representation of this team for the fans as well on national TV, and then also saying, well, the NFL should punish my football team. Like, I, I don't understand why, if you're a fan of this team, you would want the NFL to punish your team. That's what I don't grasp. Now, we, we, Barrett's muted himself again, oh, so oh. we can't hear. There he is. Oh, here you go. Only I can talk smack about my team or say stuff about my team. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to allow anybody else to. You know, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't yeah, I don't care what giant fans. Your family that you make fun of, and all of a sudden you're out at the movies and you say something and somebody behind you laughs and you turn around. What'd you say? Right. <laughs> right. That's my cousin. That's my family. Only I can right. hit him upside right. the back of his head. I mean, I mean, you know, this could have it could have been worse. They could have had the lead. Uh, they could have had Jalen Hurts playing a great game, which he wasn't. He was seven of twenty for like 70 yards. I mean, it's not like he was playing out of his mind. He just made a couple of plays with his legs that got him in the end zone. QB rating of 25 or yeah, 26. he stunk. Terrible, wow. man. All right. Second hour, we're flying so far. It's a Monday. First Monday of the new year. We have a lot more. Everybody's all high and gassed up on this Cleveland Browns team. I am not. Oh, I'll no. tell you why. No I am way. not at all. Harry doesn't seem like it either. Second hour coming your way next. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right. Man, I, I don't know. This whole thing is just such a disaster. Apparently, Zach Ertz got emotional and broke down during his press conference today. Well, I want to. I, I really want to know what 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 the um, GM said. I, I'm, I'm, Apparently, I'm, they I'm said proud. nothing. Apparently, I saw Kevin Kincaid tweet that they've mastered the art of saying nothing. The right. art of BS. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is something else, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Well, Doug doesn't meet with uh, with the owner until tomorrow, anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, Seth was very adamant about you know he you know before we were doing a pregame show. And I was saying that you know this the, the guys will play hard, but this organization is 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 they're they're tanking. This organization is is doing everything they can to make sure they don't win this game. And well, I, he took it as I was saying that you know the players no the players are not tanking. It's more so um, these guys are 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 in a position where they put in a position they're going to fail. They're going to fail because they don't have the right people out there trying to play. Right, right. 
Well, I, I mean, with this whole Carson Wentz story, maybe, you know, they want a quarterback. Right. In the draft, right? I mean, but is he going to go, though? Are they going to pull the trigger with that? Well, they can't know. pull the trigger unless he writes him a check, I think. Well, it's a $20 million check. Right. Would you write right. a $20 million check. Well, if I knew I was going get to get it on the back end and be made whole by the Patriots or the Colts or whoever it is, I'd do it just to right. get the hell out of here. Right, yeah, right, right. My question, and, and I know that there are going to be, I can already see Harry May's wheels working in his head, mm-hmm. response primed up and ready to fire. Well, who cares? But think <laughs> about this. We just saw it happen with Carson Wentz. How long, if in fact they trade Carson and Carson comes in and helps buy some of his contract back. Right, facilitate it. Yeah, yeah. How long before we hear rumblings from Jalen Hurts where the whole move initially was to open up a path for him? He played well enough to at least have a conversation about next year. And then they draft a quarterback at number six. Right. I don't know, man. I, I, I still haven't seen enough, man. Yeah, I don't know that I've seen enough out of yeah, Jalen Hurts. I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts deserves to be the starter, but if you look at how bad Carson Wentz was this year and you look at what Jalen Hurts did in the limited action, there is a competition that I don't think that it would be outlandish to say, well, we have an open competition. doesn't mean that Carson Wentz can't come in and dominate that competition. He's I'm still a better quarterback. Carson Wentz, yes, with the resume and experience, he is. Yes. But he played so poorly that it opened yes. up the conversation. And now if you're Hurts, you were taken in the second round. And I, I'm just wondering if you already saw how they treated Carson Wentz, you start to think, hmm. Right, right, right. Well, this is, a, this is a sticky situation because they still need Carson. They still need Carson. Carson is still an asset for this Eagles team. Whether they want him to be or not, he's still the best quarterback on this team. He wasn't the best quarterback at the time this year because he, I mean, I don't know what it, this Yips Casey is, has. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him in that aspect, but I, I'll do some, I will say this. He's not all the way broken that he can't come back and at least play well enough to be a really this good coach? quarterback. Well, Harry, how many guys? Is it the coach though? I don't know if it's about the coach. Well, we're hearing there's a fractured relationship, if you believe the story. And listen, I, I didn't believe it until right there at the bottom. And right there at the bottom, it said Tim McManus contributed to this report. And now all of a sudden, I'm like, well, bleep. I have to start believing this. Right. It's McManus. It's, right. Well, it's just Mortensen throwing stuff out from a league source that he heard. In Which he, he has never been a type of guy to do that. No, I'm not saying Morton's yeah. making it up. What I'm saying is, is that it could very well be a legit source that's mm-hmm. not in Philadelphia. That's like, oh well, I'm hearing from a buddy who works in the building, right. and that could be a league source. League source can be an agent. League source can be anything. Right. If it's coming from McMahon, then there's something that's coming out from the building. But, Again, doesn't but, mean it's true. It just means that there's something legit in that building that is trying to push out Carson Wentz, an entity. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna say this, guys, and 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 this is this is. The realest thing I've ever said as far as being a player. It's different from the basketball teams, the baseball teams. You can't just request a a, a trade and they and they do it. They just they're, 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 they they have to do it. They don't have to do anything. They can eat the money, eat the cost, and 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 make Carson play this year. And Carson's, I think he has enough pride that he would come in and compete. He could stay here. They, they can make him stay here. So right. all this, like they have, they don't have to do anything. No, they don't have to do anything. No, but you they, know, and that's, that's, well, 
they could, to your point, Barrett, they could bring him back, make him play here, but this team is already in cap hell. It's not like out one pick in the first round is going to help, but even if they get lucky and a guy like Jamar Chase falls and they draft someone like that, I don't necessarily know if that makes life insanely easier for Wentz, right? Some people are going to be gone. You're going to have to revamp that offensive line in some right. spots. So it might be a situation where it's like set up for failure is my point. Bro, this is this is this is touchy because I really think the same thing. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. You know Second hour here, at first show of the new year, 2021, across the board on SportsMap Radio, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, and our Great friends, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City. Live, AC, Philadelphia, across the country and the world. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander at Harry Mays, TU, Shander Show, and B. Brooks, 7-2, NBCS. We talked a lot about the discussion of tanking and really the impact that it's had on that Sunday night game, right down to the national broadcast of it, but a couple of other things that we'll take a look at in the NFL this hour. More coaches continue to fall. Doug Marone is the latest. Also have the couple, at least, first looks of mock drafts now that everything is set mm. and kind of see where it is. And, and I have to be honest, guys, I'm looking at this mock draft and I made my way down. Oh, to oh, oh, which one? Which one? Hold on a second. One second. One second. Hold on. Before, before we get to that, before we get to that, you know, I'm sorry, you know, because I know you're driving the show, but no, go ahead. This this Carson thing, you know, we haven't discussed this. You know, I mean, Joey B just put something that's, you know, we we talked about yesterday on the show. Um, it's fifty six million dollars if Carson comes back over the long. If he stays the entire season next year, the Eagles will have to pay him over fifty six million dollars. That means that you got the thirty two thirty four million dollars for this year. He's got like fifteen. I mean, uh, like ten fifteen million uh, that he gets on like March twenty first, and his salary for the next year will be applied towards the cap also because it'll be right. prorated into the next year. Yeah, they'd have so to do something with him prior to the third day of the league year. Yes, yeah, so this, this this is where everything, you know, gets, gets complicated because that's a lot of money if they decide to keep him. And what if he doesn't win the job? Now you're paying a guy almost $56 million to be a backup. You can't trade – well, you can trade him, but you'll still be on the hook for more money than you – you know, than if you just – Cut your ties right now. If you cut your ties right now, it'll be just $34 million. Bam, it's gone. Right. All right. We're back in three. Open up a lot of things going on here as you hear this relationship that is allegedly fractured beyond repair. And something that kind of jumped out on the draft board as well. And then first look at the playoffs. Not the college football playoffs. We've got the championship game a week from now. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. 
you can't miss. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Florida for using a fire extinguisher to dry himself off. What? Yeah, 54-year-old David Mann in a parking garage Tuesday night was found with an extinguisher and covered in powder. He said that he was drinking, he fell asleep, and then fell in water when he woke up. He said he was trying to dry himself off. Apparently, interfering with firefighter equipment is a third-degree felony. felony. Yeah, third-degree felony. Wow. He had a good night. That sounds like a fake news type story. Yeah. <laughs> to dry himself off. Have you ever had that? on? It's it's not good. It's like itchy. It's nasty. Have you ever get that stuff on your skin? No. Yeah. It's it's not it's not comfortable. Like you see that in shows, right? Like, oh, you don't get. Yeah. Or somebody gets hit with that powder. It's no, it's nasty. I don't know the components of it, but it's not it's hard to get off. Hard to get yeah. off of everything, man. Yep. You, you spray that stuff. It's like. Hard. I mean, really hard to get off right. of everything you right. get. That sucker's putting a fire out. And it's whatever it is. is think about it. Like, right. <laughs> put a fire out. It's not going in. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Quick question here, not to get fully off track, but is everybody caught up? We can do more of this tomorrow because we'll have Jason Martinez with us. But is everybody caught up on your honor? Yes. Of Barrett? course I'm not. I, 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 I watched I sports, I'm sorry. I watched it yesterday during the 1 o'clock games because they were so awful. Okay. I turned I football off. I will watch it tonight for sure. For That's sure. Fine. I'm, I'm not. This was not to shame you or anything like that. I was just curious. You said it every time, and you do every time. You shame me no, every you, time. You know, yeah. There's a difference between my intentions and your interpretation, right? Mm. It was a great episode, by the way. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm anxious now. I'm anxious now. Powerful episode. Yeah. yeah. The, the only <laughs> problem I have with it, Harry, is that it it should have been the third episode. Well, yeah, I know. I, yeah. That's where's, Penguin, where's Penguin AZ at? I got, 
I gotta talk about hey Penguin AZ. Now I'm done with my table. I got my table done. It's, it's inside the office, looking great. I've started another project, so I need your help. You know, this guy keeps me going. What Penguin project AZ, is that? I have a, I have a, um, I have a car, a CL five fifty. I bought it new back in '09. Um, now, what is that? A kit car? What is that? No, it's a, it's a Mercedes. Oh, okay. A Mercedes. It's a um, CLS five fifty. Okay. I wrecked it four years ago, totaled it. I bought it back from the uh, insurance company for like two thousand bucks. The car mm. is worth like, you know, even busted up the way it is, like. 30 grand. So I bought it for 2000 bucks. So I'm saying, all right, what I'm going to do, what I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and, and buy it back and put the car together. Okay. Well, it's been sitting in my front and my neighbors are starting to get real pissed off. Oh, I, I would hate you. <laughs> for the oh, past so four, three or four years. <laughs> like, oh, you know, you've got a huge house. You live in yeah. Jersey. You live in a really nice area. You're that. I have a person like that. Kind of behind where I walk my dog that has two or three junkers out there. Right. In the middle of a pretty nice area. Yeah. Like the nice area. area. And you live in the nice area of the nice area. Oh, I would hate you. Oh. Bro, no wonder why you got that one person who drives by, rides by, always scouring at you. Jeez. And nobody's going to say a damn thing to you because you're six, nine, three. Exactly. All respect. Like, hey, sir, how you doing? You know, it's like, it's be- like my next door neighbor's got two bagsters loaded up in his driveway, and I'm about ready to <laughs> go over and bang on the door. And Brad Barrett's had a junked car in front of his house for years. You know, I had an idea too. I had a really good idea that we could go back and pitch NBC. We could pitch right. Michelle Murray on this whole thing. This great idea, this concept I had about you fixing cars. Uh-huh. Now, I, I think the pilot would take 10 years to shoot. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I went out there um, this last, you know, during our little break, and I picked up a tool and I started wrenching on it a little bit. I'm like, and next thing you know, I started like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And when I finished, it was like five o'clock in the evening. You know, it was getting dark. I'm looking for light, trying to get light so I could finish what I was doing. And I'm like, hey, I love doing this still. Mm-hmm. So now I'm into my mechanical stage. Now, now I'm going to be working on this car. Yeah. Start ordering parts for That's it already. Great. That's great. If I'm your neighbor, I'm like, <laughs> rent a garage and get it out of here. <laughs> Put it on a flatbed and take it to a garage and go rent. <laughs> go go tr- turn your wrenches to your heart's content. Just don't yes. do it in front of my house. <laughs> And my next, my next door neighbors trying to sell the house. Oh, they are oh. they're hot as fish grease at me right now. Oh, they're just so pissed. Oh, I can see it. I, I, I mean, I see it. I see it. But they're not gonna say anything to me now. But I feel it. I have one dude that walks by. Yeah. He like, oh, he, he was watching. Oh, you finally working on this, huh? I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, this is gonna be ecstatic. I'm because I'm I'm gonna get real pissed off in a minute. So just keep on walking. So I look at like, yeah. And he kept walking. Hey, Tana, I don't know what to say. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the revelation that I was not prepared for. This. I was not prepared for this today. <laughs> now, I don't know, what does Mama Brooks have to say about this behavior? Oh my goodness! Well, See, it's, it's one thing if the car is in the backyard, right? If it's fenced in. Yeah. But you have let everybody in on your procrastination. <laughs> right. You have dragged the entire neighborhood down <laughs> with your procrastination. Oh. You've dragged property <laughs> value down. Right, 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 right. And 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 my my neighborhood used to be really, really 
really cool because all of us, like it seemed like everybody in the neighborhood had kids at the same time. So we all had kids around. Right. Well, now everybody in my neighborhood are like my age and they're like, Empty all the kids nesters. are leaving. Yeah. yeah, all the kids are leaving. So there's no kids out there now. So a lot of these people are trying to sell their houses. You know, right. I'm just tearing everything. I'm I just I I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. No, so that's why I say I need a penguin AZ to help me out. You know what I'm saying? How long so, if there was an incentive, and this is what I'm curious about, because I think that there's a show here. I think there's a TV show here. All right. And if NBC Sports Philly doesn't want it, then we can yeah. take it to my godfather. There are people we can go to. Aton's looking to profit from this. Absolutely. Right, right, right. Yeah. If there was in some sort of incentive involved in this, how fast do you think you could turn around? And let's say I gave you, you know, four, eight, three or four abled bodies. How fast could Team Brooks turn around a junker? Well, that, that one right there would probably take me two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. So my idea would be is if we combine what you do with what you can do and have some sort of TV show mm-hmm. where we go to people's houses who have thrown in, you know, video, whatever. It's sentimental about a car. I don't want to get rid of it. I'm hoarding it or right. uh, an attachment to it. And here comes Barrett with his team, mm-hmm. three, four able-bodied individuals. They come in there and they fix the junker. But while it's happening, there are stories. It's I'm talking about the Eagles. It's all Eagles themed and Eagles related. But Barrett has a story for anything and everybody. Right. So it's like, yeah, you know, I'll pass, live life. pass me that carburetor. You know, I, I yeah. about a carburetor when I was playing in Detroit. Yeah. Anything. I could see Barrett in a big pair of like bib overalls with a blowtorch, yeah. you know, underneath this car, like, well, you know, welding <laughs> stuff. And, you know, it'd be great. Bro, bro, I mean, I was like, I was, I was like, way when I, Probably about seven years ago, six years ago, I was wearing like I was in like a 50 size 50 pants, you know, 50, <laughs> 52 pants. And I didn't have any nice. I didn't have any, all I had was like nice jeans because, you know, I, I threw all the other stuff out. So all I had with these big jeans and I use these big jeans to work on my car. They're so big that I did that. I put them over shorts and I'm working on my car. So, you know. I mean, I'm, I, I probably got the plumber look going. Oh you know, man, man. I'm, I'm out there working. I'm, I'm looking crazy. You know, <laughs> hats on. I'm not matching in no type of way, and I'm turning wrenches, and uh, you know what I mean. I'm, just, I'm you know, picturing this, Aton. Right. I'm, I'm telling you, this is television, right? Yeah, here. it is. Winner. Right. It is. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, you know, because I, I changed this. It's, 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 it's called a smog pump, but it's actually like a, a another breather for the engine. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm 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 changing that and my fingers are too big for us. So it's taking me a lot longer to get my screwdriver in them and my, my I gotta use the T30 to get in there because it's Mercedes, they use the metric. Bro, I'm going through it, man. Every time I think I got a tool, the right tool, I don't have the right tool, so I gotta walk right back to the garage, come right back. I must have taken like 20 trips back and forth to the garage. And during this whole time, I'm loving it. I'm in heaven. I'm like, this is really fun. Even it's cold too. I don't care. I'm I'm just tooling. But I just got my my love back for working on cars now. So I went from wood Amazing. now to cars. Wow. So Penguin AZ, I need you. I appreciate you, bro. I can't I pre- believe I you have time to do all this and still watch as much. You watch more football than Harry. I didn't think bro. that was possible. <laughs> yeah. College. Bro. This guy's watching meaningless bowl games. Yeah, he's watching uh, Kentucky, North Carolina right. State. <laughs> and how, how about NC State covering that game, too? Can you believe that? They came back and covered wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Cincinnati with the outright victory. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty big game. I can't believe, and that was a great game, too. No, Cincinnati I, lost. 
No, I, I think Georgia, they Georgia hit that field oh, that's right. Right. Georgia, the game. That's, that's, that's right. right. That's right. Cincinnati covered the game, but they didn't. They didn't win outright. That's right. They yeah. they lost on that last second. But they're a lot better than I thought they were. I mean, yeah. I mean, I knew they were a good team, but I didn't yeah. think they were a, a team that could deal with the SEC. You know, right. I mean, this season's been crazy, and, and I love the fact that even though you might be a senior, this year doesn't count. You can still come back and play. Right. You like, could come back if you want. Yeah, the quarterback yeah. from Miami, he's he's definitely gonna come back. He got hurt. Like, in the he hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But shame. I don't know his backup. His backup looked better than him. Well, they. So, I don't know. Well, that game was was hard to figure out as well. Mm-hmm. This, this whole weekend, it's difficult with the non-playoff bowl games to kind of get a feel for it, right? Yeah. Even, when you saw with A and M early on, well, they had the big fourth quarter. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge, and this whole thing with Mac Brown. I mean, you knew that letdown was coming at, at some point. the The thing though that I'm looking at here, and this is Rob. Uh, oh no, it's Barrett Sally who has it. And, oh, he's good. Yeah, he's great for college football guy. CBS Sports. Ron Culver sent it to me. The Top named candidates so far for the Alabama offensive coordinator job: Bill O'Brien, mm. Adam Gase. Wow. Well, what that job is, and what those coordinator jobs have been at Alabama, is sort of a—it's uh, almost like coaching rehab. Mm. You go there to rebuild your reputation. You know, going back to Kiffin and all these yeah. other guys that he's had in and out of there that have, and Sarkeesian needed to rebuild his whole brand. Well, he and just now got hired at Texas, right? Out. Yeah, yeah. But it's like yeah, he was a and everything else. Yeah. yeah, go work next to Saban for a couple of years, and you sort of you clean your resume. Right, right, yeah. right. He's the washer. Right, right. And according to Tom Pelissero, the Jets have put in a request to interview Brian Dable for the from the Bills for their head coaching job. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, how about Angry Al checking in? Harry, you ever need a neighbor's car towed? Call me. <laughs> here's here's what you know. Angry Al is known throughout. I was on Fox Twenty Nine uh, the other day. I think it was Thursday or Friday morning. It was on Fox Twenty Nine with with Jarek and Lauren because Alex mm-hmm. was off, and they were reading Angry Al's like Angry Al was hammering them. Oh, with tweets. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Just, I love it. Like he is so in tune with everything that's going on. From right. and he's a Dallas fan. And he's yeah. a Dallas yeah, fan. Another you know? thing too is he's a Dallas fan. That's yeah. crazy. He was Look hammering at this morning show. On wow. TV. Look it's at Joey crazy. B. Yeah, Joey B. You're right. I can't. Yeah. In fact, it's funny you say that about struts because on the my Mercedes it has airbags all all around. So I hate airbags because they're all they're always you know you'll find it. One leaks and it'll be one side up and one side down. Well, I just ordered this this strut system for Mercedes that you know it's, it it gives you springs instead of those airbags. So yes, I'm doing that too. So I can't wait till that come that that gets to me. So now I can change it to uh, springs instead of you know the airbags that it has on the car now. So real yeah. quick, I saw this from John Shelton on the stream here. Is this true? Yeah, is it is true. Really coming back through. They are. They're discussing an extension that would take him through 2026. My yeah. goodness. I mean yeah. that that the has to be right now the most. No, the, the Michi- Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. No. Yes. With, with Jim Harbaugh for four more, five technically more years if you count this year coming up, right? Yeah. But apparently he has he's got some interest in the Jets job. So that's you know that's what he's doing. He's parlaying the idea that he might leave for the pros to get an extension out of Michigan, and they're dumb enough to do it. 
Well, you know what? The Nation mock draft that I saw has the Jets not taking Justin Fields nor Devontae Smith. Do they take the tackle from Oregon? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. To to where? To the Jets? Yep, number two. Oh, that's one. That's great off the line. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, if you're insisting on keeping Sam Darnold, I guess you want to protect him. Right. Devontae that's all he needed. See, here's the problem that I have with the draft. All right. I know for a fact, we'll take a quick break here, but I'm just going to leave you with this thought. We'll talk about it in the break as well. But I know for a fact that there is a team drafting 10 slots behind Philadelphia. Nine, pardon me, slots behind Philadelphia. That's going to get it right. That no matter what, New England, they're going to get it right. Exactly. Yeah. And I see a guy, Mac Jones is who's there on their mock draft. Whoever they take, it could be right. a punter, number 15 overall, and they're going to get it right. That's what I'm not talking a receiver. About. They don't get the receivers right in the draft. Typically. True. No, they don't. They, yeah. they wait. They usually get them right when they're undrafted. And yeah. right. <laughs> right. right. Quick break here. We'll be back. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Uh, back in uh, 115. You guys see the you see the reports that Irvin Meyer has been um Jaguars are interested in him, right? Interested, right. Not hired though, right? No. Not hired, but two teams have been had some interest, and I don't understand that because I think Detroit's the other one. What's that? I think Detroit might be the second team that's interested in him. But why? I don't understand why. Um, because he gets flaky towards Dan all the time. I know he's always well. He he's leaves issues. He's got yeah. issues. Right. Trust right. Issues? Stress. Oh, yeah. I mean, he gets like you know, he's got like anxiety or some shit. I mean, stuff. That's all right. You can start on the screen. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I wonder if this is going to be like one of those Nick Saban things where you've got all of this control that's built in in college. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it, Joey B. I don't. And it's like, wait a second. Now all of a sudden, it's not just the quarterback. It could be the star linebacker or the end or you know somebody's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Saban, that that was that was a disaster in Miami. Well, they yeah, because the team doctor didn't. Uh... You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the physical Studios. Yeah. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Harry just brought this up in the break. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle, where we're live for the full two hours. Overtime, courtesy of Book It Sports, is coming your way in 30 minutes. We were discussing briefly before we returned here on Sports Map Radio, 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City, the possibility of the Jags hiring Urban Meyer. Hmm. Barrett was perplexed, like a lot of people are, that how does this guy continue to get looks, knowing that it, it's going to be like as soon as he takes a job, that's when you start the clock on how soon it will be before he leaves the job, right? Right, right, right. You know, he he's had some – he has some mental issues, you know, anxiety type of issues that he can't. He gets into a, 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 a definitely a high state of of um, of winning. I mean, they'll yeah. win a lot, and then all of a sudden, I guess the stress of winning is too much for him, and then he'll have to take a hiatus. Well, there's also, I mean, with those college jobs, those you know, recruiting is a twenty four seven, twelve month a year yeah. thing, man. It right. just never stops. Um, you know, being the, the head coach of the Jaguars, I mean, yeah, it's a 12 month job. I get it. You're always dealing with football, but at least you don't have the recruiting. And that's the difference. You know? Very yeah. good. Well, that's another thing too, where it's just job responsibility. It's just roles. It's how you interact. It's a lot of things too, beyond simply the players, it's control of stories. It's narratives. It's yeah. interaction with the media. I mean, think of the difference of, John Calipari in Kentucky versus Brett Brown here in Philadelphia. Like Brett Brown ain't, contr- ain't spinning or controlling anything. Mm-hmm. That sucker is getting <clears throat> pulled out of his hands immediately, and the story's going how the people covering the team want it. In college, it's a little different. Yeah. You write that scathing report from the Tuscaloosa B. Next thing you know, you might get your access revoked. Exactly. It's exactly right. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, he's he would be a CEO type of coach in the NFL, too. I mean, he's you know, he's not going to be run, calling the plays, running the offense. He'd hire a coordinator. He'd be like the Jimmy Johnson kind of guy. Uh, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And he'd have Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. I mean, that's not right. kind of not a bad way to start. Well, look at I me. Mean, look what goes on to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You know he's he's that type of of, of head coach. You know he right. kind of oversees everything. Yeah, he lets his coordinator, right. yeah, right. I mean, I, and I this that's kind of, this is kind of new to me that you know guys do this. I didn't know they did that a lot, man. I thought a head coach is just a head coach. Every head coach that I've been around, um, you know, divvies up his power to the guys you know that you know that are around that interact right. with his players. They delegate. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. have to delegate. I mean, these guys are close with the players, so why wouldn't you allow them the autonomy of of of, of calling plays with their players? That's you know that's the difference between really knowing and tied into who you guys have there. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as a coordinator, you can float. 
into the different meeting rooms. At the head coach, it's kind of hard for you to float into the different meeting rooms right. because you got a lot of more meeting rooms to go to. If you're an offensive coordinator, you just, you just go to basically just three or four rooms. Defensive coordinator, three or four rooms. When you're the head coach, you have to flow from those three or four rooms on the offensive side, and you have to flow in those defensive rooms also. So why not delegate, man? Makes sense. I would yeah. I, I don't know right now, just looking at it. You mentioned Pittsburgh, so I, I wanted to bring this up real quick before we break here in a couple of minutes. But what happened? What happened with this Cleveland team? I knew that all of the talking heads on TV this morning are going to fawn all over and, oh, yeah. and salvate all over this Cleveland Browns story. But Because they made the playoffs. Think about it. Going into the playoffs, the one team that everybody – going into week 17, I should say, the one team that everybody thought was hollow despite their record was the Steelers, right? Because of what happened over the couple of weeks stretch in which they just looked awful. People right. were questioning what happened. It's the Browns. Mason Rudolph nearly beat the Cleveland Browns. They I know. They to survive a – and before A two-point conversion. Harry, before that two-point conversion in that game you just referenced, they lost to the Jets. Right. The, this is a team I'm supposed to believe in, guys? No, I know. They I'm almost lost to the Eagles. Yeah, I'm with you. They, they almost lost to the Eagles. If if they would if if we would made that 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 change earlier and mm -hmm. hurt, I think they'd have lost that game. Possibly. You know, yeah. Right. yeah. I mean it's it's an argument you could be made. Ben comes back this week. Steelers host Cleveland. I, I can't imagine that this is going to be a close football game. Four point It'll be a massacre. You It'll think it's going to be a massacre? Oh, yes. Really? Yes. I don't know uh, if Pittsburgh is. You really? Manziel. I mean, I said Manziel. Wow. <laughs> Mayfield. Yeah. Mayfield. You think Mayfield can play at that highest stage when he has to throw the ball? I think it's you like know, a seven-point game. I think I'm it's going to be the Steelers on the, on the line. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, it's going to be – It's going to be. that's probably the best game um, next weekend anyways. Is there a team that oh, you can no. less – then what the is, that? is there a team of the 14 that have made it this year? Is there a team you believe? Washington. Well, Wifty is obvious. Yeah, Wifty. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> okay, let's look at this. What would shock you more? Honestly, would it be Cleveland going into Pittsburgh? And the way in which, Barrett, we need that caveat there. They're not going into Pittsburgh with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running for 300 yards on the ground. Like, the Steelers right. aren't going to let that happen. But no. Baker Mayfield could go in and win that game in the air. Is that more of a shock than Washington's defense limiting a Bucs team in which we've seen them up and down all year and Washington play consistent on D at least? Would you be more shocked if Tampa went into Washington and lost as opposed to Cleveland going into Pittsburgh and winning? No, I'd be more shocked with the, the Bears going into New Orleans and winning. Yeah, that'll be the biggest shock right there. But I'm saying okay. the reason why Washington has a chair. Yes, uh, that, yeah. that's fair. Now, yeah. the number two shock would be the Browns or the Bucks, And look, it's not just the win-loss. It's everything involved in it. It's who you're playing. It's you being on the road. I think for me, it mitigates it a little bit that, that the Bucks are traveling mm -hmm. to Washington as opposed to Cleveland, where it's already, didn't matter if that game was in Cleveland, I'd still take the Steelers. Well, what's the status of Evans for Tampa? Boy. That was a that was a bad Brutal. looking injury yesterday. I don't think he comes back in a week. Right? Yeah. And how about Evans setting a record? First receiver in history to notch a thousand yards in each of his seven seasons, and he gets hurt. That's pretty amazing. 
Crazy. All right, we're back in three minutes. A lot happening here in the final 20 or so, including overtime at 1 o'clock Eastern. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. Boy, these lines, man. I guess now's the day to jump in, but geez. Uh, how about Baltimore being favored on the yeah. road? I have them as a I have them at plus two and a half. They're minus three and a half. See, Fox Bet and the juice, I'm sure, is different. Fox Bet has them at plus two and a half, laying minus one twenty-five. This is uh three and a half minus one ten. Jeez, that there's no way that. That many points only swings that little juice. Yeah. You think that's a mistake like you had last? Well, I don't know. That's I'm looking at the same site that had the mistake with the Colorado game. Right. So maybe it's wrong. <laughs> hey, but guys, let me tell you this, though. Um, that Washington yeah. team can make hell on Brady. Yeah. They can create havoc. Especially so because of that, middle, yeah. Those two guys in the middle, if Allen just plays yeah. it, you already know. But can their offense score? Well, that's the thing; Probably they can't not. score. Probably not. But you know, if you if you shake if you shake Brady up a little bit, yeah. And but then they can run the ball in that defense. Um, it, it might be a game. I mean, the Bucks win, but I'd be more shocked if the Browns beat the Steelers more so than Washington beating the Bucks. No, DraftKings has the Ravens favored yeah. by three and a half. Here's the thing: Fox bet. This is wild. So the spread. Baltimore's at plus two and a half, minus 125, but the money line has Baltimore at minus 225. Hmm. So a minus 225 money line is going to indicate that it's probably, see, that would indicate to me that it's probably higher than three and a half, but still. Boy, Tennessee getting three and a half at home? Yeah. Bro, yeah. bro dude had 250 yards rushing. He yeah. over 2,000 yards this year, man. The defense yeah. is so bad, though, man. So I know. How'd they get bad that um so fast, man? I don't know. Beginning of the year, they were all right. They were okay. You can do anything you want on that defense. And you really can, especially run. That's why I'm concerned about Baltimore coming in. Yeah. I I don't hate Baltimore plus two and a half. I'd rather get them for a three, though. I only have five. I think this Colts game will be pretty good, too. What's the middle game on Sunday? This is the middle on the sports. Bear Saints. Yeah, that's not even on the board right now. Why? Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. The early lines are out. Now, I have them a little off here on the app I'm using. So we'll use a couple. We'll use competing apps just to determine any type of consensus line. Of course, where you should be going once the games are in action 
Harry, I saw, was getting in on it. Book it sports over the weekend. Had a couple of plays up there as well. Yeah, I lost both the uh, the big college games, though, on Book It. The only thing I hit that day was the under in the Cincinnati-Georgia game. It's all right. I had two NBA yeah. plays I blew, but the only thing I hit was OSU plus three and a half. Told you fools out there. <laughs> no, I'm not that. I, I'm not that at all. I only brag when it's a hit to the text chain, not to not publicly. Right. I don't have that good of a record. Oh, what, what, are you looking at the NFL games first or the college at, yeah. game? Okay. No, let's let's look at you know what? Let's look at the college game first because All that right. line came out earlier. This has not budged. And I'll say selfishly ahead of time, I bumped it up to eight. I took mm-hmm. Alabama at minus eight just because it gave me an even return. Yeah. Seven, seven and a half, eight. I didn't think there would be that much of a difference. It's up to eight in some spots, though. Okay. So yeah. it is up to eight. So I got yeah. a little bit ahead of it, but that's fine. I still see it on Fox Bet as a seven and a half point line. The total sits at, I would not touch that total at all. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell could happen in this football game. But, you know, even for people that are new or newer to this jargon and to this genre of entertainment, seven and a half indicates that there are people out there, like sports books, for example, taking bets, believing that this is going to be a pretty, pretty convincing win. By Alabama. Yeah, well, I, I think it's the idea that Ohio State has already played their championship game in whipping yeah. Clemson. They were so motivated by what Dabo Swinney had said earlier in that week, saying that they were, they were what, the 11th best team in the country? Right. I think he voted them. I mean, they really took that to heart, and rightly so. I think it was a stupid thing for him to say. Why would he do that? He I, I don't know. I don't know, but Fields played the game of his life. It's not out of them. Yeah. So I think Alabama is definitely the choice here, minus the seven and a half. I, I would definitely I, take Alabama. Just because of Devontae Smith, right? I mean, that guy makes such a difference. Yeah. Just I love the letdown factor too in that, right? Yeah. And and I don't know, honestly, guys, I, I don't know because it's such a unique year for Ohio State. I don't know if they've played enough games this year for that not to be a letdown. Mm-hmm. I I just I don't know. Going yeah. into this championship game, Alabama just seems Alabama seems airtight. Yeah, well, Alabama are. could have put another three touchdowns on Notre Dame. They I think they chose not to. Right, I really do. <laughs> How about that Billingsley kid? How good is he going to be next year? The, the tight end yep. who's basically a wide receiver. Bro, he is – I mean, he is great, man. You had to like him, Barrett. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at him. He's so fluid, man. And, yeah. You know, he, he does things, you know, just – it makes it look easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, really easy. I mean, there's this a lot of talent, you know, that I that I saw this this whole bowl season. Guys that you didn't necessarily see um, being as good as they are. I mean, I, I really, really, really looked at, at Ohio State's defense. Yeah. They got some guys that can rush the passer. You know, and they Notre Dame. Them up. Notre Dame has some players, too. Right, right. I mean, that running do, back. But that that was just such a disappointing end for Notre Dame. I mean, you're right. I don't think you can talk about that backdoor cover and just any type of moral attempt of a victory at the end without mentioning, as Harry did, and rightfully so, that's the lead, that Alabama allowed that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? And he Much was to my too. chagrin. <laughs> he was so mad. And I Saban get it. Was mad. I think the highlight had to be the breakdown that we saw from Michael Trask, right? 
Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Yeah. Yeah. His dad. Right. Michael Trask is his dad. Right. Right. But he was breaking down on Twitter earlier last week (laughs) as his son was taken out of the game at the half. And then he was just tearing into everybody else on the team. Can anybody catch a ball on this team with like 19 question marks? (laughs) Way to go, Grantham, dot, 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 living up to expectations. Blaming a receiver here. So how do you do that, man? How do you you do do that? You can't do that as a parent, man. That's that's like, you know, that's like, that's like like the drug games. Right, yeah. the crazy sibling who you're just like, right. come on, come on. We can't control. Right. We can't control Uncle Dave. Like, like Marcus Vick, <laughs> yes. back right. in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's perfect, Gary. <laughs> that is what that was. That right. that is a Marcus Vick moment by yeah, Michael right. Trask, and right. You gotta, you have to apologize for that, right? You have to. You have to. I mean, you, you, that's when that's when you're a pop warning, like. Here comes my mom. Oh, mom, please don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass me. Please don't. Oh, and she's gonna embarrass me. I get that all the time, man. I, when I used to coach my uh, my son, well, I was with my son, the coaching staff, and on our team, we had Brian Dawkins' son, mm-hmm. Corey Detmer's son. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Corey Detmer's son was the quarterback. Um, Brian Dawkins' son was a running back. My son was the center, and we're over there coaching. Now we're in Voorhees. Mm-hmm. We are getting our ass kicked. I mean, this their team's beating us by 30 points. You know what I'm saying? So other teams, other people on other teams are like, oh, they're cheating. They've got coaches, they got NFL coaches coaching up their kids. They're yeah, cheating. Why you guys, like, why you guys are beating us 32 to 6? We're we're over here cheating, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you serious? They seriously, they're beating us like 26-7. You know, thirty-two to three. I mean, they, I mean, they're just wearing us out. But we're over there coaching. What was the point spread of that game? <laughs> <laughs> Did PGF have an inside play on exactly. it? Exactly. <laughs> Talking to Brooks ahead of time. Yeah, you know, uh, how's the quarterback feel? He's right. Right. all right. <laughs> you know, he's massaging the guy's arm, the kid's arm. Right, right. Oh, he's good to go. He's good to go. That is a, what is is that. Now that's not worse, clearly, than what Michael Trask did, Kyle Trask's father did. But yeah, there's always that parent, right, that's on the sideline mm-hmm. that is berating the officials. Yeah. All Just the time, absolutely. Yeah. And we've all been in that situation where you play with a teammate. And I, I remember this when I was in high school. We had uh, a quarterback and his dad, a great supporter of the kid. He was at every game, he was at practices, and you couldn't deny the fact that he was there supporting his kid. He cheered for other kids as well. Mm-hmm. He cheered for people making plays. If there was somebody else, a running back score, whatever it may be. But the one thing he would do is berate the officials, even cursing <laughs> at times. Adam. Oh, man. And, you know, every now and again, you look over at the kid, and he's just like, yeah. Hey, right, 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 yeah. That's the perfect look, Harry. <laughs> right. Everybody just saw that. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. That is the look yep. right here. There goes dad again. Right, right. We've had moms like that, too. And Right. You know, usually the moms have more tact in it and are yeah. not just blatantly like, oh, you bleep, bleep, bleep. There's something to it, too. And you're just like, oh. Well, the reason I said mom, I had a guy when I played basketball in high school and his mom would come to the games all the time. And his name was Juan Chase. And like Juan Chase was my, um, you know, I mean, he was good. He was six foot six shooting guard. You know, mm-hmm. our center was six, seven. You know, I played, uh, you know, I played the four. 
I'm only six three at the time, six three and a half. Right. You know, what I mean? and, and we just, you know, we had a good team. Now were you and, a stretch uh, four? No, no, no. I was, I was actually, I was actually the center. I was actually the center. Okay. But uh, I, I was only the center when, um, when we played defense on the offensive side. When we go down the court, mm-hmm. then I go to the four because you know they want me to get out of the paint so I can make room for our real center. You know, he can, right. he can make move the crowd down there. He's a better Absolutely. center inside the paint. Yeah. You but, were uh, the guy that came off the bench to foul people. That's my you job. Were, you, and were I, your t- you were the Nehemiah, Nehemiah Ingram. Ahead of your I, time. I made it happen, bro. I made it happen, man. I mean, I made sure. I, I kept the lane clean, bro. But uh, Juan Chase's mom, one time we're playing this game, bro, and, he, and Juan is shooting us out the game, man. He just can't hit anything. His mom made up an excuse. Baby, take off those wristbands. You got sweat in your wristband and it's throwing your shot off. From that point on, I'm like, what? <laughs> Have you ever heard wristband. No. was throwing his shot off. Yeah. Tell me that's not a dedicated fan mother. Tell Damn. me that's not a dedicated fan mother. Parents will go out of their way. Yeah. As we know, a good parent will go out of their way to lie to their children. Right. <laughs> to hide the truth <laughs> from their children. That's a metaphor for life right there. Sweat right. band <laughs> shot is a metaphor for life. It's okay. It's okay. That's amazing. Now, you've texted this. I sent this to Ron Culver. Is there audio in this text that you sent us about the Minnesota Vikings? Because we should do this, much like we did with the Eagles, Eagles all around. This thing should be resurfaced for our own misery slash entertainment. It's the visual, and I think the audio as well, right, of the Vikings laughing at the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) Isn't that crazy, man? On on Jefferson in the first round. Laughing. Oh, the the front office, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some DBs. I mean, there's, there's plenty of cornerbacks. So we'll get some cornerbacks. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. they're going to get a receiver. So everybody's thinking they'll get Jefferson. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're going to get or they're going to be a receiver. Yeah, they're going to get Jefferson. They're going to get a receiver. And all of a sudden, Jalen Re- Jalen Reger, what? <laughs> Jalen Reger? And everybody's just insane. Yep. I can't believe it. Now, what does this kid do? He just breaks every record for uh, receivers in a um, uh, in their rookie year, including four- Randy Moss. I mean, you buried right. the knee, Barrett. It, yeah. You broke Randy Moss's unbelievable season. Now, yeah. unbelievable. I want you to think of this real quick. We're going to break, all right? But it's going to give you time and you out there as well, following along, listening, watching, however you're consuming this show. I want you to look at the top 10 picks because in that are, and even if you want to stretch it to number 11, that's fine because it's the New York Giants. It's a team that we talk about here as well. But I want you to look at the top 10 or 11 picks, if that's fine, and identify. Don't answer now. But I want you to really go through this mock or list of teams that are drafting 1 through 11 and identify the one team that you are most confident in that will screw it up. That will screw it up. Yes, that will screw it up. We've got overtime coming your way in nine minutes. We're back in three on the network here. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The, 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 middle. the middle. They arrested a man they say broke into the Massachusetts home owned by Brady and Bunchen. He was just hanging out on the couch in the basement, man. That's all. Is that right? Yeah. 
What was he playing video games? Oh, he, he was just hanging. He just broke in and was just chilling. Just hanging out in the basement. Wow. All right, now let's let's look at this. You've broken into Brady and Giselle's house. You've got ten minutes before you need to get the hell out of there and not get caught. What are you doing? What are you grabbing? All right, well, if I broke into Giselle and Tom's home in Massachusetts, chances are I'm a Patriot fan. All right, and I'm looking, scouring the house for the soup for a Super Bowl ring. Right. And I'm just where I'm going to, if I find one, I'm going to put it on. I'm going through the drawers of the jewelry and all this stuff. Uh, for <laughs> Don't Tommy. you think that's locked up? He's got like six kids. Well, he's got so many rings. He's probably got one on the coffee table. The Middle with Aton Sanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, we got 45 here. Berserker Swordsman says the Falcons. Now they just cleaned house up front. The meat yeah, and their head coach. I'm kind of uh, in a quandary, whether it's the Jets or the Eagles. Mm. Detroit, too, has been known to really screw things up. Absolutely. Every year, but. Okay. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati, man. Cincinnati, yes, huh? man. Because I think they're gonna go and get a receiver, and they need they need an offensive lineman. lineman. Yeah, they need an yeah. offensive lineman in the worst way. But if if that Sewell kid's already off the board, you yeah, don't just true. reach for an offensive lineman at numbers five, right? No, this is a heavy, heavy, heavy uh, offensive lineman. I mean, they got a kid from Northwestern. Uh, Slater is pretty good. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, final couple of minutes. Overtime comes your way in four here on The Middle. Phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. Talk a little bit more about what's happening. A bunch of different things. I don't know. We might just have to focus on one thing and keep it simple, but... The question that I threw out, Berserker Swordsman got an early entry in here in the break. And his vote is the Falcons. And when I asked Harry and Barrett ahead of time, because I wondered if people would throw the Eagles in there, I still think the Eagles are a strong candidate for this answer. Yeah, they are. The one team in the top 10 or 11, if you want to throw the Giants in there, that is going to really mess this up to where we look back and ask ourselves, what in the hell were they thinking? (laughs) 
Well, I would say because they they draft before the Eagles do, the Jets at two, pass on the quarterback and overdraft the defensive end out of Miami, Rousseau or whatever his name is. And he comes in and is like kind of like a Vic Beasley kind of guy who is yeah. you know not worthy of the pick and they right. blow it. And and Josh Fields or Justin Fields, excuse me, ends up being a star somewhere else. <laughs> that would be I mean, where is that kid projected to go? Who's that? The defensive end? Yeah, Rousseau is he's in the top fifteen, but some yeah. of them, some players, some of them have him in the top five. Some mocks. Mm, okay. Uh, you know what? I, I'm 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 gonna go with um I'm gonna go with the Eagles because at this point, you know, we we really don't know what we're gonna do with the quarterback position. And if there's a quarterback there, you know, somebody like Wilson or something like that, you know, I I, I really think we should go and pull the trigger on a quarterback. If it's not a quarterback, then you got to go o lineman. And if not o lineman, I got to go with Patrick Sertain. I mean, I really want if you want know what I really want, I want Patrick Sertain. Patrick yeah. Sertain is the best corner to me, the best refined cornerback in the draft right and now. And he's 6'2. Perfect technique. Yeah. yeah. Fluid. I mean, he shuts down everybody he goes against. Yep. I want that. He's a cornerstone guy that you could put out there and not worry about him. An Eric Allen type of player. Right. That you wouldn't have to worry about. And now you have, you know, a defense now that can cover on the outside. You know, we'll we'll take care of the D-line. Here it is, Barrett. With the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select quarterback Trey Lance from North Dakota State. <laughs> Could you imagine that? I can. That's what also I can. I can't imagine that. I can. Carson yeah. Wentz, his heart would stop. I'd uh, rather have Zach Wilson, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So would I. But. Okay. <laughs> here's the name that I see on this mock draft, and I wonder, here's the thing. You can mess a draft up even picking a good player, and I'll give yep. you an example. I believe that Micah Parsons is going to be a good and has the DNA to be a great NFL pass rushing linebacker, somebody who can play multiple levels of the defense. Mm -hmm. Would I take him at number six, like this mock has with a couple of other players on the board? No, no. Again, Kyle Pitts is going to be a fantastic player in the NFL. Yeah. He'll be on the board at six. I wouldn't take him like I wouldn't take Parsons. Right. Oh, look at that. Was that a little grimace from Harry? Would you go Pitts? Uh -huh. I, I'm intrigued by him. I think he's going to be a star, big time, big time star. But for the Eagles, the Eagles, see, that's the thing. The Eagles have so many needs, right? Right. Yeah, so many get, needs, and that's you almost throw it, like a dart. Yeah, it's hard you to mess up at pick six, man. It's hard to mess that up, though, bro. Not as hard as you think, brother. <laughs> <laughs> not as hard as you think, uh, and a lot of things is when you have a situation like this where it's not clear cut and defined who to take. That's where you run into trouble. All right, we're back Tuesday. Jason Martinez will join us. John McMullen will join us. Have a great rest of your Monday. Early start to 2021. First overtime of the year coming up next. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. 
All right, it's overtime. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander. Every day we run courtesy of Book It Sports. A couple of extra minutes in case we miss something or just to extend something. And we're going to be here for an hour if we talk about everything that happened. So why don't we pick one thing, spend about four or five minutes really focused on that and save the rest for the rest of this week. What, what would be the most pressing thing right now with the Philadelphia Eagles organization? Well, the Carson story. To me, yeah. fractured relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, where did that come from? Is that agent driven where Carson's agent is trying to get him to to get out of there? Or is that coming from Howie's side? I mean, I'm confused. Well, wouldn't you think it would, you know, since we, we've heard intel from reliable sources that we know that it's, it's more so uh, coming from the Eagles themselves, from Howie? I mean, that's you think the Eagles are just putting this out there to push Wentz into this corner where it's like, all right, you're either going to come back and people are going to question everything you do or you pay out a little money right. and we can trade you and get you to Indianapolis. Right. Like, they, why I mean, would Carson Wentz want to come back here if Indianapolis is calling? I mean, he I just maybe just want to go. He, maybe he just wants to go. I mean, you don't think that he still talks? He, he doesn't talk to uh, Frank. I'm Frank sure. Right? Yeah. I'm sure, even though that's probably some form tampering. of tampering. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm you sure it happens. If, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying there. Eight right. Time. It's like yeah, the Frank Reich. Frank Reich has a burner phone and he's exactly. texting Arson. It just randomly popped up in his drawer, like your honor. Right. Like yeah. yelling at his assistant, turn off your GD phone, will you? And then he looks over at his drawer and there's this burner phone that he's never seen. And there is a message that says, Reich. This is your phone now, Wentz. Right, right. <laughs> now don't don't blow it because Barrett hasn't seen the I know, episode. I, know. Yeah. I tried to tiptoe around a little yeah. bit. I tried to tiptoe around. I will see it today for sure. I yeah. will make sure. No, it, no, it, no, it, no. We got we got Wentz here. We'll talk about your honor tomorrow. Just using a small little quick analogy there, but yes, I I, I think you're right, Harry. That this is the most pressing thing. I, I just I don't know. Has anything changed? Let's look at this. What's changed? Since the last time this came out, where Rob Motti, who has a personal relationship with Carson Wentz for the AP, came on our show and downplayed it and said, no, Carson wants to come back, might change, but he yeah. wants to come back. What do you think has changed? He knew, or, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he thought he could play on Sunday. Maybe he mm -hmm. thought there was a chance Doug would start him yeah. on this, Sunday. This fracture word really is interesting right, to me. Right, right. I mean, you know. You use a word like that to really paint the picture. It's over. Very tough. Yeah. But but you know, look at what the you know the the agent said also saying that um we would help you right facilitate you know, a trade. Facilitate In other words, pay back money. Yes. I mean, yeah. we will help you facilitate a trade. Right. That's unprecedented typically right. in sports. You don't see players paying back money to get to be moved unless they it's an untenable situation. I've got to get out of here. And that's right. what makes it so telling that they would actually say that they would facilitate. Right. And that was in that Mort report. Yes. I mean, it's like, you know, if you're in a marriage. Yeah. You know, just just take the just take forget the alimony. Right. Just just take a lump sum. Right. And get the hell out of here. Right. Like, I'll, I'll give you the house. I'll yeah. give you the vacation yeah. house. You know, just give me my car yeah. and let me get out of here. Right. <laughs> and I'm I'm keeping the uh the, the membership at the golf club. Right. And you're out. You can't right. go there anymore. It, it is truly amazing. <laughs>
right. that Carson Wentz could be at this point, especially because he's got a lot of money owed to him. Mm-hmm. Right. And, right. And, that's, and that's the biggest thing. He could just stay and be quiet, keep his mouth shut, nose clean, and collect $60 million just in two years. Just being quiet, being a good soldier, not saying yeah. anything. You know, this kind of, I don't know why, but it reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where they're trying to fire George Costanza after they realize that he faked being handicapped. And, you know, they relegate him to this office where there's construction going on. Right, right. He can't get into the door. And can't you just picture uh, they take away Carson's locker and they mm-hmm. move him to like the weight room? Oh, this is just temporary, Carson. Just temporary right. here. You know, or, or, or he's with the punters and the kickers. Right, exactly. You know? exactly right. He's no that would be the worst. Right. <laughs> His car doesn't work to get in the building. Right. For like two straight months. It's, oh, yeah, we're working on a new car. We're working yeah, on a yeah. new car. Somebody, some quality control coach has to walk in and let him in the door every day that he's getting to the building. Right. He's, 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 he's not in a car. parking spot anymore, Barrett. They right, took yeah. away from him. Right. Yeah, he parks where the media park. He parks where we park exactly. now. <laughs> you just see that. All right, here we go. Let's let's end on this note here. Found this, and, and we can actually put this up here. Thanks for Barrett reminding us all about this. But this is the visual as well as a little audio in the back of the Vikings laughing after the Eagles missed out on Justin Jefferson, meaning the Eagles themselves. You go the receiver at 22. You can get a corner at 25. What corner is going to be? I know if, if we can move back at 25, we're going to get one of these corners. You think? Yeah, the corners are sitting there. He's going to take a receiver too, right? Meanwhile, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. You thought they might go wide receiver. We've seen some wide receivers go off the board. It certainly seems like this would be a need that they need to fill. All right, pick is in. We're on the clock. Jalen Rieger, wide receiver, TCU. Did- oh, oh, why did that freeze like no, that? It's buffering. Ooh. I got to rewind yeah. that part. Receiver, TCU to the Eagles. Let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pat, I'm on it. <laughs> Don't even say that. I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> like, now, yo, Pat, quick. Wow. Is, that, <laughs> is that Spielman in the upper right hand corner? I think so, right? You could see every tooth in his mouth after he realized the Eagles did not take Justin Jefferson. Let's go. Let's let's freeze frame that one there for Harry because I think you're right. I think you have that like, oh my God, what what did they just do? What are they doing right here? Top right. Yep. Jalen Rieger, wide receiver, TCU. God, God damn it! You know, I I'm out. I'm out of this. But there we have it right there. That's enough. Oh, 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 oh. Get you see it. Get him. I got him. him. (laughs) Go ahead. Do it. It's like I'm on it. I'm on it. Right? Right, right. You can't believe it. You hey man, you you got you got that? Just grab it. Put it in your pocket. Take that Jordan uh, that Justin Jefferson pick, put it in your pocket, and get the hell out of here. Right. Speaking of which, we're we're out of here. We're back on Tuesday. Martinez will be in the house. McMullen as well. Enjoy your day. For Bad Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, it's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, and of course on Sports Map Radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? 
check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.